Welcome to season three of Tell Your Story, and it's all about love. This season, we're talking to fairly new couples about how they got together and the work it's going to take for them to stay together. So take flight with us and let God tell your love story. Welcome back, Tellers, it's Keys. And today we're going to be talking about another married couple from the Bible, and that is Abraham and Sarah. When we first read their story in the Word, their names are Abram and Sarai, and their father, God, changed their names. Um, You can read about them in Genesis chapters 11 through 25, and it goes through um, their family history and of course, through um, all the way through Sarah passing away and then Abram, Abraham passing away. But their marriage was very interesting because they went through a lot together. <laughs> Some things that would probably be considered pretty scandalous today. I don't know if you guys heard of Ishmael. Because <laughs> God had gave Abram a promise. And then because Abram and Sarai had been trying for years and did not have any kids, the two of them, you know. and But God appeared to Abram and changed his name to Abraham. But he appeared to Abraham and he told him, hey, I'm going to give you an heir. I'm going to give you descendants. You will, your wife, Sarah, will have a son. And that's the promise that they received from God. But then they went about and tried to make it happen themselves because it took a long time in showing up. And how many of us can uh, relate to that? (laughs) That we've gotten a promise from God and then we tried to go out and make it happen ourselves. So Sarah told Abraham, hey, look, I'm not getting pregnant. It's not happening. And God promised us a son. So why don't you marry my my maid my servant my right hand person marry her and you know get her pregnant and that way we'll have a child and they did that and how many of you know um that got dramatic and crazy real quick because immediately once the the lady had the baby her name was hagar once she had the baby then you know she felt a certain way about herself and then sarah felt you know inferior and felt bad and was like get rid of her get rid of her <clears throat> I don't want to I don't want her near me so I mean when we try to go <laughs> and do things ourselves our own way try to help God out by fulfilling his promise then we run into all kinds of problems and so the beautiful thing about God is that he redeems those things is that he takes our, our little mess that we did once we repent and go back to him and he fixes it. And God even appeared to Hagar when she was running away with her son. Say, look, I'm the God who sees you. I'm here. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of your son. Don't worry. So even though Abraham and Sarah created Ishmael, that was Abraham's son's name with Hagar, he was not the son of the promise. promise that He was not what God had intended for them. But even though... Here's this son who wasn't supposed to be here. God still blessed him. God still took care of him. God still made sure that he would have life, that his life was protected. So that's just the mercy 
and the grace of God. So how many people know like in marriage, you're not going to always make the right decisions. You're not even together, like Abraham and Sarah, like together was like, okay, we'll do this. So even in, in marriage, when you're together and you're in love and you're trying to make things happen, you can mess up and you can make a bad decision for your family. But God is still right there to redeem, to restore, to take your mess and make it into something good, to take your mess and allow other people to learn from it. Because that's what we get to do with the Bible is we get to look at Abraham and Sarah and go, okay, this is how not (laughs) to wait on the promise of God. But after that, Sarah did actually get pregnant and they had their son and named him Isaac which means laughter, which is beautiful because how, how much did Sarah just laugh at the fact that God blessed her? How happy was she? How blessed and happy was she to finally have her own son God's way? Um, but that name also goes back to when the angel had appeared and told Abraham, hey, uh, this time next year, Sarah's going to be pregnant. Sarah heard that and laughed because she was like 90 years old. She's like, <laughs> yeah, right. She laughed. But God called her out on it. He said, hey, this isn't impossible. Nothing's impossible with God. My arm is not too short to save. This is not too hard for me. I can do this. So why did you laugh? And she tried to deny it and say, no, 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 I didn't laugh. It's like, yeah, you did laugh. But that's okay because you're going to be laughing with joy a year from now once you see that child. And she was, and she named their baby Isaac. And sometime after that, you know, God instructed Abraham to take his only beloved son, Isaac, and sacrifice him. Now, listen, this is hard for me, you know, because you think, well, God would never call me to do something crazy. God would never tell me to kill somebody. God would never tell us to do those things. But he told Abraham to take his only, his son of the promise and sacrifice him. And of course, he didn't want him to actually go through with it. God stopped him before it could happen and provided a ram in the bush for him to actually sacrifice instead. But he wanted to see Abraham's faithfulness and Abraham's obedience. And that's why Abraham was able to be the father of our faith because he was so, he just believed God. And if you read over in Hebrews chapter 11, we call that the, the faith chapter or the hall of faith, where it, go, it lists through all these people who were so faithful um, and just believed God and were able to do great things because they believed God. But in verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. So the the first part of Abraham's story was God sent him um, out away from his family, away from the land, the place where he grew up and knew. And he didn't tell him where he was going to end up. He's just like, take your family and go. Um, And he went. Like, it took a lot of faith for him to just do that. And his wife went along with him. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promises in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, 
the heirs with him of the same promise, for he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. But then it gets to Sarah. It says, By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Now, isn't that interesting? I just talked about how if you read the story of Abraham and Sarah, Sarah had been waiting for this promise to, to actually get pregnant, saw that it didn't happen, and said she tried to take it in her own hands. And she was like, here, marry this lady and have a baby with her because obviously I'm not getting pregnant. And then when the angels came back and said, hey, you're going to, Sarah's going to have a baby next year. She laughed at them. and was like, Haha, yeah, right, as if that would ever happen. She did those things. But still, in Hebrews 11, it says about Sarah, she judged him faithful who had promised. Wow. Just wow. Like we read in Genesis about this, the things that Sarah did and how she handled waiting for over two decades, I think it took 25 years for her to actually have the baby from the time that God first promised it. Over two decades of waiting, that's how she handled it. Created an Ishmael, laughing in the face of the Lord when he promised it. But still, the same Bible says she judged God faithful who had promised. Let that encourage you that Along this journey, God does not expect us to be perfect, as in to never doubt, to never falter, to never um, take issue with the things that he promised or the things that he said in his word. But as long as you get back up again and continue on this journey, he can say in the end that he judged, that you judged him faithful. I mean, that's just amazing to me. That with everything that Abraham and Sarah went through and everything that Abraham and Sarah did themselves, God still said, hey, they judged me faithful. They believed. They followed me. They they obeyed me. They listened to my instruction. Amazing. Amazing. They were such a powerful couple that we can look at and learn from today because they weren't perfect. <laughs> You know, because they did mess up and they did have issues in their marriage. I mean, when they would go to this foreign land, Abraham said, hey, tell everybody you're my sister because, you know, you're beautiful and I don't I don't want to get in trouble. Like, <laughs> I don't want them to kill me because of you. So tell everybody that you're my sister. I mean, you know, it's like. And then one of the kings took tried to take Sarah as his wife. I mean, that's not very good protection from a husband like you let some other man take me as his wife they went through all kinds of stuff in their marriage (laughs) but yet they still end up over here in hebrews chapter 11 in the hall of faith it says therefore in verse 12 of hebrews 11 therefore from one man and and him as good as dead like abraham was just that old were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Like, we're a part of that now. We're a part of that faith. We're a part of that family of faith, starting from Abraham and Sarah, 
going to Isaac and moving all along all down to us. We're a part of that family of faith. So I often, uh, or each time I ask these married couples, hey, what does your union solve in the world? And that's what their union did. Abraham and Sarah's union brought faith into the world. And it says that in Hebrews eleven six, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So how awesome that Abraham and Sarah brought faith into the world. And even though we can look at their life and go, well, they're Bible people, blah, blah, blah. But we see that the faith wasn't perfect. And we see that the faith was up and down and all over the place and difficult sometimes, but it was still there. So in your life, in your situation, in my life, God can still say that we have faith. Even though it's hard, even though some days we want to quit, even though some days we don't act like it or talk like it, we still get back up and we go forward in following him. And judge him faithful who promised to us. What a great family. What a great marriage. You know, through all the ups and downs that they stayed together. And they received the promise. And I am so grateful because I will too. And you will too. (laughs) Just keep the faith. Thank you so much, Tellers, for listening uh, to another married couple from from the Bible, I encourage you to go and read about Abraham and Sarah in Genesis, and then remember to read about Hebrews 11 to just see how God looks back on their lives. Until next time, bye!